0: Now, why don't I do the same thing for Christmas time that I do for the Halloween time of year? You know, Halloween will usually get a lot more horror movies that I do entries for than I do for the Christmas season when there's, you know, a lot of Christmas movies. Well, there are more horror movies that are different and could be good or could be not. Not what you usually get around Christmas time, which the normal amounts of Christmas movies that we get or Christmas anything, are these. You know, everybody knows the memes that float around about Hallmark Christmas films. You know, it's the it's the lady who is this big time city uh, millionaire and whatnot, and she has to go back and to her hometown you know she lives in california and runs you know a, a, a marketing industry built like running company and now you know her mother called her and her mother lives in like like small town north carolina and she's got to go home because the the mill where their their parents like make you know like all the butter for the town is like dying and they need her to come home so they can help And she comes home and she helps them make butter. And then she meets somebody who buys the butter. And he happens to be this handsome dude with this slim cut jawline and, you know, five o'clock shadow. And he buys butter so he can make, like, crumpets at his grandmother's bakery. And she realizes, oh, she she doesn't need all the money in the big city. All she needs is the love of Eric Who lives, who is this guy who buys butter from her family's butter factory and they live happily ever after. Like that's, that's pretty much the joke of all Christmas movies that come up during this time of year. And they're really just, they're a dime a dozen and they're bad. They're just horrible. They're unnecessary. My wife said she tried watching one the other day. I think it's called I Believe in Santa. I think that's what it's called and she said it's it's unbearable. It's an unbearable mess of a film. It's got nobody in it that like anybody recognizes as far as I know. I think there's maybe one or two people, but like the story of that one is just bad. It's like this this woman who doesn't believe in Christmas meets this guy who she's trying to fall in love with and the guy is like 40 years old and he still believes in Santa and so she's, like, struggling to go through that, like, relationship with him, you know, she pointed it out to me, and she tried to get me to watch it, and I was like, that does not sound like a good story at all, like, I get it, but, you know, like I said for the couple entries back, like for um, Pray for the Devil, sometimes you can take a concept, give it a little zhuzh, and make it a little bit different, even though it's very similar, but Sometimes you don't... Even that little bit of extraness you give it isn't going to make it better. You know, I think the there was a lot of films I saw last year for the first time that I found a lot of enjoyment out of. And, you know, they have films that do come out these days that catch my attention, and they're worth it. You know, I'm going to get into at least one more for this season. Uh, however, there aren't many, you know, unfortunately. Um, but this one kind of stuck out to me because... Um, maybe it's just that I'm also I'm a huge fan of David Harbor and you know I like watching anything that he does. So he came out with this movie. It came out a week or so ago. I finally got to watch it. It's called Violent Night, and I also brought up a lot of the stuff that I was talking about with the um the Halloween season because you know this kind of reminds me of Silent Night, Deadly Night, where you just have a murdering Santa Claus. However, here's the twist: like, how do you take? Silent Night, Deadly Night, and turned it into a good movie where Santa's the good guy. Well, you have this Santa who's kind of like what they were trying to portray like Bruce Wayne as in the, the Schneiderverse films. Like this almost Batman at the end of his rope. And Bruce Wayne is kind of like doing whatever he wants because he's re- he's learning more and more that there's just so much to spare. So he's kind of going off the hinge. This is kind of this portrayal of a Santa Claus... Who's also like spent centuries giving out gifts and he's on the edge, so to speak. And he's very laxadaisily going through his nightly routine on Christmas Eve, giving out all the presents all over the world. And he comes across this house that's owned by this eccentric millionaire whose entire family is being held hostage by these mercenaries. And they're being held hostage because they have this money in a vault in the basement and these mercenaries want the money essentially. So what does Santa do? He kind of gets wrapped into it to the point where he's like, okay, all of these mercenaries are on the naughty list. And this family is mostly on the good list. So he feels sort of obligated to save them. And then he just goes on this like rampage of... Just murdering the mercenaries to, because they're all naughty and they're all trying to not only like, you know, kill and harm the family, but they're also trying to kill him because they basically have killed all the security guards, all the wait staff, like everybody but the essential family is dead. And, you know, they, they just want whatever it is, like $300 million that's in the vault in the basement. Uh, it's got a great cast in it, you know, it's got John Leguizamo, uh, like I said, David Harbour, Beverly D'Angelo, that's, that's pretty random to, for her to come out and be in this film, um, and it's a really good kind of, again, twist, and I like these movies that do these twists, where it's what we aren't really expecting to be an actually fun holiday movie when you talk about the fact that it's Santa Claus killing a bunch of people. But it's fun because it's different, you know. It's not like it's like like how I refer to it as Silent Night, Deadly Night, where that is essentially a murdering Santa who's not the real Santa. It's just a guy dressed as Santa who's murdering people. But this is real Santa. He's got like the reindeer. He's got the Santa magic. He's got the the magical sack that pulls the presents out. And incorporating all of those fun things into how he's able to kind of one up and you know beat the mercenaries is a lot of fun there's also a little bit more to how this this particular story portrays santa it actually goes really deep into his kind of um the the viking and norse background of santa and how he is just this this old warrior that was kind of given this gift of the magic of christmas and he talks all the time about how he can't even explain it, and sometimes he feels like he's not even necessary. And the the family has this little girl who kind of helps him kind of find his belief again. You know, his belief in himself. Not even just the belief in Christmas, but just his belief in himself to still be Santa Claus and be able to kind of, I guess, be both Santa Claus and the Viking he was. And they he talks a lot about how he loves... Um, Mrs. Claus, and how he misses her, and how, you know, he's in this scenario where he might not return, and I hope, that, and this is just my kind of, you know, hope for after watching the film, is that this gets enough praise that it gets a sequel. I feel like David Harbour plays a great Santa Claus, especially when it's this version of a Santa Claus, and I feel like it's worth going again and kind of seeing what else you can get out of him as a character now you won't be able to do the same story obviously because that would be a little too cheesy and this is a really good one-off story where he you know saves his family you never have to meet them ever again but following this dave harb this david Harbor santa claus i think would be a lot of fun moving forward you know a different scenario maybe introducing mrs claus maybe introducing him into this other kind of realm where you get a little bit more of that viking background for santa claus maybe that that's my opinion and again this is also going off the fact that i believe it's still in theater so it's still very much still picking up its pace on things uh its budget it's already exceeded its budget for the short time it's been in theater so it's already doing good on that front as far as reception is concerned, it's very middle of the ground. It's very much, again, still in its early stages of everything. I believe most of it is in like this, like the 6 out of 10, you know, 70% add on like Rotten Tomatoes and things like that. So it's, it's getting its praises for what it is and what it's worth. And to me, I feel like that could lead into more for this character. And I hope so, because it's really entertaining. David Harbour plays a really, really good Santa Claus, separate from all the violence. In in all honesty, he does really play a good Santa Claus. So now, I have the Wikipedia page open, and I just scrolled down to the reception area so I can read off some of those statistics. So here I have Future. In November 2022, Harbour mentioned that there were discussions of Mrs. Claus appearing in a potential sequel during production of the first film. The actor expressed interest in seeing Charlie's Theron in the role. In December of the same year, Cola confirmed... I'm guessing Cola is the name of the guy who directed it. Yeah, Tommy Ricola. Worcola uh, confirmed that there have been ongoing discussions between him and the writers with potential for Mrs. Claus, the North Pole, and the elves factoring into the story. Oh, I'd love to see that. The filmmaker stated that the realization of a follow-up movie depends on the success of the first film. Later that month, producer Kelly McCormick confirmed that all creatives involved intend to make a sequel with work on the project commencing in the next few weeks. Oh, that's so exciting! This movie is totally worth it. It's totally worth investing in a sequel for. I'm not always the person who praises sequels. Sometimes sequels hit, sometimes they don't. I feel like a sequel to this would be worth it, especially when you consider that... Netflix just came out with those movies, The Christmas Chronicles, which is also a kind of reimagining of Santa and the concept behind the elves and, you know, the North Pole and this version of Santa, the version of Santa Claus they were trying to portray. And between those two films, they tell a very, very entertaining and cohesive story for the universe they've set up for that Santa. And I think you could do the same thing with this. I think it's worth doing more with Because it's really, really fun. And I hope this continues to be as successful as it is and continue to be successful in the box office and get the push for it to have a sequel made because it is 100% to me worthwhile.